this is Zach. This is Brennan. And we're here to discuss the top albums of last year, 2018. So, uh, Brennan, how did you feel about 2018's music as a whole? Uh, as a whole, I thought it was a bit disappointing. Uh, there were a couple of bangers on there, such as Dial It with Blue Boy Cardi, but honestly, a bit disappointing. Yeah, it was a rough year for music, especially coming out of 2016 and 2017, some of the better years, because there was just not as much going on. Hip-hop scene was kind of not looking so good. It was all over the place. It was all over the place. A lot of disappointing albums, but some good indie, some good uh, female country. Casey Musgraves, you want to say Alright, Brown. So what did you have at your number 10 slot? At number 10 of top 10 albums of 2018, I put Testing by ASAP Rocky. Simply for the fact that I didn't think that it was it was a bit too long, but there was a few songs on there that just had a lot of replay value, such as ASAP Forever and Praise the Lord with Skepta. There are definitely some great songs on there, but I wasn't as high up on the album as you are. I'd honestly put it on a more disappointing list than a top 10 list. Because we haven't heard anything from ASAP Rocky since what, 2013? 24? Probably. I don't know. 2015. 2015 know. sounds right. It's been a while though. And I was expecting a more defining album to come out of ASAP Rocky. Testing seemed like kind of a misstep, kind of aiming for a sound he couldn't fully handle. My number 10 is You Won't Get What You Want by Daughters. And it's more of like an electronic metal album. I know you haven't heard it, but no, I haven't. it's very degrading, very sad, but angry. And there's just a lot going on synth wise good lyricism it's just it's interesting it's inventive i don't know much about the genre and it's fun to listen to what do you have at uh nine uh number nine i have room 25 by no name it's a good album it is a good album and i didn't fully listen to it like enjoy well i listened to all of it but i didn't enjoy every single song but there are certain songs such as ace self and room 25 that just like are very good there are definitely great songs on there yeah i love self i love ace um Exploitation is another great song. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love that one that much. Really, I think she, it's a really good beat. It's a really cool vibe. Yeah, it's uh, different. No name's one of my favorite female rappers, if not well, besides Tierra Whack, my favorite. Uh, coming in at nine for me is "Be the Cowboy" by Mitski. It's a real great bedroom pop synth heavy album as well. Um, there's a lot of good songs on there, and it kind of it's only like 35 minutes long, blends together very nicely. Mitski is a really great female artist who puts out a lot of good albums. She's a lot going on. She's going to be big in the next couple of years or continue to be big in the indie scene. What do you have at eight? Um, at eight, I have Being So Normal by Peach Pit. Which I have not heard. It's like it's like a poppy alternative album. It's just, it's short. It has nine songs, I think. And just, I just, I liked every song on that album. Like just listening to it, it's mm-hmm. like kind of sad, but also like kind of that like summery, like happy feel to it. So Definitely, definitely. I have uh, some rap songs by Earl Sweatshirt, which I know you also liked at my number eight uh it's it's a good album it's not phenomenal and i was expecting something more phenomenal from earl once i could get over its length it's only like 16 minutes long and the fact that we've been waiting so long for it this is some really good it's good well produced it's very new sound very introspective good songs like cold summers azucar nowhere to go and the bends what do you have at eight or seven um, at seven, I have Little Dark Age by MGMT. Um, it's just, which is, I used to listen to MGMT when I was like younger, and they were like, they, they were a lot different, like a much different sound. They were like very like alternative, but now they're like they're like a much more like indie, and that's what this they're album. Very was. electronic. 
yeah it was they were like electronic uh-huh. but like now they're like really transitioned to like indie rock and my favorite songs on that album are when you die a uh, little dark age and hand it over because nice. it's just like they're like long songs and you're just listening to it and it just like it's just it's it's very nice i have kids see ghosts in my number seven which came out during the whole kanye drop it's a good album and it's actually a really great album but didn't have the replay value i expected it to it's only like seven songs long one with Pusha T that stands out as one of the best. Some really good Kanye Cuddy anthems. Just yeah. a well-produced, masterful it's album. It's nice to hear new Cuddy. It's nice to hear. It's always nice to hear new Cuddy. Uh, what do you have at number six, Brennan? At number six, I have Twin Fantasy by Carsey Headrest, which is I didn't listen to until I got you Carsey until tickets. he told me to because he got Carsey tickets and. Uh, I really enjoyed it. There's just, I mean, it's it's sad. It's for it's when you're in your sad feelings, but like, it's extremely good. Just very well. Like they they released it in like 2011 or something like that, and then they just they just redid it, and it's much better. Will Toledo is my favorite person in indie. Will continue to be my favorite person in indie until he lets me down. True Fantasy didn't let me down. My number six is Die Lip by Playboy Cardi. <laughs> First and only trap album on the on the list. I mean, Playboy Cardi is make the new waves can't deny it Cardi's amazing such great number, I had it at number one alright spoilers uh, great features really great production with Pierre Bourne it's just a very well put together trap album very interesting new sound definitely gonna be the wave of hip hop in the coming years what do you have a five? a five I have some rap songs by Earl Sweatshirt and I honestly I disagree with you with it being too short I mean I know it wasn't that long but to me it just felt like one very well put together song that you just flow through mm-hmm. like because like I, I usually don't listen to it from song to song I listen to it from the front to back and I like pretty much every song in that album mm-hmm. I don't really like listen heavily to like the later tracks but just like the start and just like the in between it's just like it's very good it's very well put together I mean, yeah Earl's a genius he knows what he's doing at yeah. this point just the lyrical value too it's just mm-hmm. talks about like politics and then like depression it's just it's very good my five is actually Whack World by Tierra Whack, which is another short album. 20, 2019 was a year, or 2018 was a year of short albums. Tierra Whack is a female rapper, singer, songwriter. She's very talented. She's kind of put together, it's more of a, sam- a series of samples than an actual album. Everything's a minute long. They're all exactly a minute long, actually. And she just kind of moves through a bunch of different ideas really quickly. And it's actually a really, really cool video to go along with it that goes through the whole album and it's all available on youtube for free so it's honestly a great album only thing holding it back for me is that none of the songs are finished and it's just just can't beat up the top four be before at four i have iridescence by Brockhampton. well i of course they had the streak in 2017 with all the saturation albums that that like blew them up and while i didn't think this one was nearly as good as any of those albums i still I just love the Brockhampton sound, and I love the different things that they tried to do, and how they had to do it without one of their best lyricists, Amir, after he got kicked out of the group, but just, I enjoyed every song on that album, because it just, it would just flow from, like, hard-hitting beats to just, like, a soft Kevin Abstract chorus, and it's just, I don't know, I just thought it was very good. I like Iridescence, but 
my problem with Iridescence is I like some songs a lot more than anything off the Saturation Trilogy. Some songs fall flat of anything on the Saturation yeah. Trilogy. Songs, honestly, I was sitting back and listening to a playlist the other night and heard something about him. Mm-hmm. The, like, the very auto-tuned Kevin Abstract one. Yeah. And it's just extremely, extremely, like, it's not even rap at a point when yeah. it comes to ending. What I, what I noticed, though, is it doesn't have a good front-to-back listening. Like, you don't... You don't I don't listen to it front-to-back. I listen to individual songs that, like... I might float through, like, three before, like, I try... Like, I switch to a different song, but, like... It doesn't... You don't... I don't usually start from the front and just go all the way to the back, which is why the replay value isn't, like, huge, but... Yeah. It's still good. So, uh, my number four album is another short album, actually. It's Daytona by... Push T. Push T. Pusha T is the artist we're looking for. Uh, Daytona's a great album. It is probably Pusha's best album. It's super replayable. All the songs are amazing and super well produced. Super hard instrumentals with Pusha hitting over them with great lyricism. But his days is traffic. Pusha's been an extremely consistent artist for his entire career. Daytona did not let me down. I didn't have huge expectations and it kind of blew me away. Production was incredible. Production's incredible because it was Kanye. Yeah. And it was another thing in the good music drops that happened last May. Probably the most defining period of last year for music. What do you have at the number three slot? Uh, at number three, I have Kinsey Ghost by Kinsey Ghost. And while it was a short album, I just loved the, the fresh taste of Cuddy and Kanye. You know what I mean? Just like working together, of course. Yeah. Push a no. T. Like I don't. It's a, I don't they're know. great. They're a great record label. Yeah. They definitely are. It's a little high. I thought. I mean, it might be a little high, but also I just, I enjoyed that album a lot, yeah. like more than these other ones. So that's why I put it at number three. I mean, my number three album kind of reveals the problem with your list in that you didn't listen to enough music because Golden Hour <laughs> by Casey Musgraves is a phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal album. Nothing like some country. Nothing like some country, man. I don't even like country, but this is more female indie folk than full-on country. Just every song. It's amazing. Amazing lyricism. Amazing, her voice is amazing. The guitars are just very light and melodic and background as she sings over them. It's a great album. Most people make fun of me for listening to it, but I got a few friends who know what's going on <laughs> in the female, female country scene. Shout out to Chris Stapleton for also making good country. <laughs> what do you have a two? Uh, I have Daytona, which we already talked about, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it it's a good. lot more than these other albums. I know I don't know, remember where you put it. I think like four, but I did a four. It's a great album. Pusha T is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you put Twin Fantasy down around eight or nine, right? I put it at six. That's actually my number two. I think Will Toledo, who's the front man at Carsey Headrest, is the best songwriter working right now, or at least the best songwriter coming up right now. He doesn't compare with, like, Tommy Walker, Radiohead. But what I love about Twin Fantasy and all of the Carsey Headrest albums are Will Toledo kind of sings about very specific romantic experiences in his life, oftentimes between him and other men. But it doesn't hold you back from getting into the album. It's just, it's very open to interpretation and open to he tells you these little stories from his life filled with humor and sad boy hour stuff but you can kind of piece yourself into them it makes Carsey Chadrest a really great band they're really great at playing live and I just love everything about them especially this album yeah Teens of Denial was my number one of 2016 
What do you have at uh, number one? As we already heard, I have Dial It. And honestly, like this album was just like a turning point in my year. Because like just the entire year, I was just listening to just like like sad, like bad stuff. Like not even like, because I was just bored. Like I didn't know what I, I didn't know what to listen to. And then just going to the summer and just like hearing this album and just like having something to just turn up to and just having like this trap music that was just phenomenally produced mm-hmm. and just the new the new like the, it's like a breath of fresh air with cardi just like after listening to all this garbage like I don't all know. this trap garbage it's like yeah. cardi is the only one who can figure out how to make good trap yeah. music in 2018 no he re- he figured it out and it really just i just it was the best album in 2018 for me my number one because I, I still listen to it every day <laughs> wow my number one, which isn't even on your list, and I can't believe, is Swimming by Mac Miller. It's Mac Miller's final album. And honestly, Mac Miller pretty much secured that spot the weekend it dropped. And, I have a question. Yeah. Would you have put it at number one yes, if he didn't die? I would have, because the reason it's at number one is not because Mac Miller died. The reason it's at number one is because I have memories linked to each individual song on the album. The singles, like Hurt Feelings, Come Back to Earth, and Self Care. I just remember, like, cruising through Onset in Woods Hole in the summer, playing them before we went back to school. Just extremely fond memories, extremely, like, light music. It's honestly sad that Mac Miller died after that album because it's about him getting better and him learning to cope with his problems and his addictions. And I was going to get Mac Miller tickets to see this album live. It was (laughs) probably what pulled me the most into Mac Miller. I've always liked him, but it really got me into Mac Miller right before he died. It's a great album. And it would be my number one regardless of Mac Miller's death because there's no other album on my list that I'll return to like song 14 on yeah. a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like every day I wake up one and hear a different song off Swimmer. Yeah. Recently it's been Dono and let's see, about 2009, which close out it's just, it's good stuff. Man. All right. So uh, thank you all for listening. This has been Zach. Me and Brennan, just going over our top albums of last year. Hopefully you guys are intrigued enough to listen to one of them. Thank you.